1: of a martini. I want a martini that can be declared a disaster area. Makes me just such a martini.
0: Hey, if you're new to the show, you may want to know a little bit more about me. I'm an award winning illustrator, designer, and art director. I've worked for the top agencies in the Nebraska area, and I am currently a freelance creative in my time at these agencies i made a lot of connections with a lot of interesting people and i'm you know currently doing the same so this show is me sitting down for a couple of drinks and catching up with some of those folks hope you enjoy the conversation this is part one of my conversation with John Lundeen. John Lundeen is a writer-producer at Swanson Russell. Uh, he works a lot on uh, the outdoor accounts. Really interesting because uh, I didn't know much about his history, so uh, how did he end up here? It's, it's interesting to me because so many people um, don't start out interested in advertising, but yet end up in here. So join us in our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, welcome to the show, John. Yeah. Thank you. Give me a little post here. good to be here. I'm here too. Yeah. Peter Worth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget.
0: That's right. Helping out. Stepping in mm-hmm. once again. Mm-hmm.
1: Holt's slacking.
0: I know. What's wrong the with The guy? guy. Jeez. Like he's got a job or something. So we're uh, having Cape Cods because it's easy for me to make in Holt's absence.
1: They're good. Mm. And I'm not a big martini guy, so...
0: Well, we'll, we'll dump one down you probably next, This is though. This is hitting the spot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one it's of, warming this. me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's into it. There's, this is our gateway to... Uh, and then by the time we're done, we're just going to, like, snort some coke or something. <laughs> but... Never done that. We don't need to run this by HR. It's just between us. It's all good. So, all right. Uh, working over at Swanson then. Did you introduce him? Oh, I just said, hey, how's it going? I don't know how much to, you know, yeah, get I'm, into uh, all that.
1: So my name's Joe McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've
0: been there a while then, huh? yeah, yeah, a long
1: time. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, this, uh, this is John Lindeen. Been near Ben Swanson at probably 10, 10 or so years. Right?
0: Right in there, yeah. Were you there before and then left and came back? Yeah, like, I, I was kind of one of the boomerangs. CSR,
1: yeah, the, the t- notorious boomerang gang. Um I uh, I was at Swanson for about nine months, and one of the one of the big accounts that I was on kind of went away, and that was a little bit of a an alarm. And uh, I had a a really good friend and uh, a mentor, in Lisa Lorraine, who went over to Irvin and Smith, um, and I basically reached out to her, and sounded like they were hiring, so I put in my application and went on over and uh, it was it was a really um, good experience I mean I I think I learned a lot there Um, actually got to take on some more opportunities that I wasn't necessarily getting at Swanson right got to kind of prove that I could do some things and um, you know the only the only downside to that was the the commute the commute was really bad you know and, and the podcast really didn't exist then that's so right I didn't, I didn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> talk radio yeah. there's only so
1: much yeah. kfab you can do yeah exactly so <laughs> so i had to uh you know it was it was just uh, the right opportunity hit at swanson so how, i made i made the shit back how long were you at urban smith i think i was there for like 10 or 11 months or something like that okay so not quite a year but right. close to it and came back to swanson in I think 2008 right. and I'll uh, be at my 10 year anniversary this year. So. Oh, well congratulations. Yeah, thank you.
0: Since I won't be there to you know, congratulate <laughs> you in person,
1: I'll do it here. Hmm.
0: So what's been, um, uh, what are you most proud of
1: your time over there?
0: Uh,
1: it's 10 tough. months is tough to, yeah, no for Swanson in terms of that. I mean, I, I think that I'd like to think the best, the best is still ahead. Yeah. You know? Um, it's tough to kind of even. It doesn't feel like. I don't know. There's ever been a break or there any sort of moment to really even sit back and reflect and say that was that was the the mountaintop or anything like that. I mean, right. it, it's been, you know, a lot a lot of really really strong um, experiences and you know working with great people. Um, some really proud moments, but nothing that I mean I feel like is you know. As as good as I want it to be, you know. Like right. I think like that uh, you know, there, there's been some some a lot of my outdoor probably client work has probably been some of my my strongest. The stuff that I felt like you know the uh, kind of started to kind of get to where I want it to be. Right. Um, you know, tapping into you know some of the uh, the hummingbird fishing stuff. The uh, recently the Gerber stuff that we've been working on. Um, you know, and, and kind of going beyond that even into um site one landscape supply um some of that the uh, green industry stuff as well i mean there's just been you know there's been some really kind of losing my train of thought here i'm trying to think of like what is the what is that number one thing i don't don't really have It's just it's it's constant state of growth though exactly so you know
0: that's there's nothing wrong with that you know it's always I've, i've never been a big fan of that idea of um I lived in Texas for a while, and and you'd always hear people at the Whataburger sitting behind you talking about, like, playing (laughs) high school football, right? And They're like, oh, man, that was, like, the best days of our life. Like, that sort of bullshit. Like, I've never kind of... Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't buy into it, because I'm kind of like you. Like, you know, high school was great. Yeah. College was great. Like, you know, early years of my career were great. Like, everything is... Just builds the on it. Awesome. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> things are good, you know. And and I, I don't know. I always see, see opportunity. Or yeah. how do you how do you get better?
1: What do you do? Or what's maybe it's something different. Maybe it's not better, but it's different. But well, yeah, I just don't want to be the be the type of guy that lives in the past. You know, like the you know the washed up, you know, guy that that peaked in high school. You know, on the football field or whatever. You know, talking about. You know the state championship and he's you know <laughs> right. but i mean I, I guess like if i well, were even to... in
0: our industry you'll uh, you occasionally run into those folks that have been in bigger markets or creative directors somewhere and you know they'll start to filter back down through like some of these other mid markets and they'll you know talk about like whatever that big account right. they were on you know and how great it was and yeah it's like yeah you
1: know it's that. That was the past, you know. Like
0: it was good, but what are you doing
1: now? Right, it's, totally. You got to be in a constant state of arriving, I think, and that's kind of the, you know, how I motivate myself is, you know, I, I I've never been totally satisfied with anything, you know, quite honestly. With the, the, you know, you just kind of run out of time. Right. You could, you could tweak on a project infinitely. You know, there's always ways that you could nudge, nudge it a little bit here or there to make it better. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, I always see the I. I see the you know uh, the successes or the greatness in something but i always can find something that i might have done a little bit differently sure sure to make it I, there's always an opportunity to make it a little bit better and i think that that that's kind of the maybe the mindset that you know, a lot of us have in this in this business and you know something that i definitely have picked up through swanson russell is just that um you know the never settling kind of attitude that that kind of mindset and you know, it, it's it can lead to great work. It also can make life really frustrating yeah, too. You lose well yeah, with Yo, you sleep over that. know? oh yeah, all the time. All the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's the the struggle that I had was um, I like that idea of continue to improve. You know that there's always ways we can make this better. But I, my struggle was being able to just turn that off and you know go home at night, you know. Yeah. I can I I couldn't do that,
1: you know. So it would be with me constantly. I just yeah. can't turn it off. What's the what's the trick? How do you how do you hit the off switch on that? I quit.
0: <laughs> 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 I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't able to compartmentalize that stuff, so
1: Yeah. it yeah, kind of I mean, I've I've talked to um, you know, Justin Young, is a art director at Swanson, he's one of, the, one of the best around, and you know, we were having a conversation a couple of weeks ago about that, and like somehow he must have he's told me that he found the he found the switch. He's able to just, you know, he's he's all in at, at the office, but then when he goes home to his kids, he's right. He's able to totally com- compartmentalize that, and right? That's a that's a switch I haven't totally found yet. I mean, I get I get closer and closer as you know you get a little bit older, and um, you know, the, there you can't be a good dad if you're not able to to focus on him your kids and what they're all about and all that stuff. But, you know, and i am able to kind of get there, but I, but I still like, you know, work is, work is part of everything. You know, this is, this is the, I'm in the business of making things and, you know, I love it. And it's something that, you know, kind of doesn't really have, you know, nine to five hours. It's something that kind of just wants to, you know, overtake your whole kind of (laughs) worldview and you just have to, you know, I mean, I find I try to use those off hours to find inspiration and maybe just a little bit of a break, but still I always kinda of feel like there's that that work conversation or that problem I'm trying to solve is kind of always with me and maybe the subconscious kind of trying to trying to solve itself and you know fortunately I think that the best way to, to maybe figure that stuff out is to to kinda of let it go for, you know, a period of time and then come back to it. And that's how I've you know if I find out to be part of the process, so if I, you can find a way to like not take home all the stress and all the, the, the you know maybe the the drama maybe of the the work environment you know and take home the work itself, that's okay I think. Right. Or right. Letting the kind of the other stuff maybe sit at sit at the office is the way to go. But yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's okay to take your work home with you.
0: Well, and I sense. I think as, as like a creative person, it's just, um, it's gonna be with you anyway you know what I mean so if you're I always found that I could just you know leave work or or whatever and then go for a run and then as you're running you're just gonna have like that thing pop in your head like oh shit that's great you know like that's the solution or something and Mm -hmm. like there's I don't know it's still there but like you said you got to be able to just kind of push it back so it's not in the foreground and then sometimes you know those solutions just kind of appear, I don't know, out of the ether. It's pretty amazing how that works, but I think still even like, and to you know work at the level you are, it, it does you know possess you a lot of times, you know, and it does take up a lot of time. And I think it's, uh, I don't know, it. I think it's just always that wanting to strive to do better, make better creative. It's there and it's gonna. <laughs> I don't
1: think anybody's figured it out completely.
0: No, 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 no. Sounds like Justin Young's got a pretty good switch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm on the switch. I wonder whatever Young's smoking or drinking. That's what I was gonna say. He's got this this
0: big baggie at home called the switch.
1: It's the perfect crime. He's the one you'd least expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got it figured. So wholesome. Oh man.
0: So how'd you? Okay, let's step back a little bit further. Then, so tell me a little about. like what got you even interested in, in uh, advertising, or was it that was it? Yeah, I mean, did it come about like through writing or journalism or what?
1: I wasn't. Uh, I had no idea that you know advertising was really a thing until uh, pretty late. I mean, I obviously we all know you know ads exist, but right. it was just not something that I really thought about, and it uh, you know something to interact with, and was definitely not something I wanted to you know make my career I mean I was I wanted to write that was kind of what I discovered you know and you know somewhere you know in the early high school years I think that you know I, I found out that I really loved to read and I love to, to write it was a great way to kind of organize all the all the chaos all the you know just I wasn't necessarily always best about verbalizing how I was thinking or feeling and you know writing was a way to kind of give a little bit of order and structured to, to my thoughts. And that was kind of the, the thing that really, um, drew me to, you know, pursue, I guess, a, um, a career in, in writing of some kind. I, I wasn't really sure what that track was going to be. Graduated high school and went to the university of Nebraska and went, went into general studies, kind of, I thought I might like to do English, but wasn't really totally sure I wanted to commit to that, so I tried a couple other things and kind of gravitated back toward the English department, um, you know, found that that was really a good home for me. Worked my way through that and was, you know, I, I wanted to do some sort of creative writing, potentially. I wanted to maybe write a write no, a novel or write short stories or poems or something, you know, but I. Always Dude, felt like that was something that was. Do you still want to do that? Um, you know, I, I at some point, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty focused on what I'm doing at the moment, you sure. know, and I'm kind of like, I've, I've become so.
0: Not so much the great American novel. Well, as the great American digital ad.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> the angle you're. I mean, my here? my problem is that like I don't focus. Um, it's hard for me to focus on something that I'm doing for myself. Right. I'm better when I have a you know a clear objective like a key message and a you know a brief to kind of rein me in and kind of give me something to focus on and when I have tried to just kind of do some free writing it's just it's just never is it's it's not clear to me what the goal is and I don't really don't work work well in that environment and i right. I need something to kind of focus my energy and that you know I find that through advertising so going you know going back to school like i You know, I didn't really know what I wanted to do other than I wanted to write and English had that kind of opportunity to kind of have like a a, a path, you know, so I was gonna, I graduated and I was gonna go to grad school and continue down that direction and, you know, try to, you know, get on at a, I actually was accepted to the University of Indiana and went there for a little bit and kind of decided that that wasn't what I wanted to, I didn't want to become a PhD. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be a a professor. I I wanted to do something a little more interesting. And that kind of coincided with this kind of, you know, really my, one of the most, you know, kind of the biggest events in my life, which was uh, the birth of my first son. And, you know, that, you know, I, I was kind of meandering. I didn't have a lot of direction. And that, that event, you know, that, you know, that gave me a lot of purpose and focus. And I was like, okay, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like work through the grad program here i'm gonna i need to make some money you know right right i need, right. I, need I need i need a profession I need to, a, yeah look at a little and little career yeah and so good. like what can i do with this this um, english degree that i've got and found a found a job with a uh, a company that was actually they're still around and they're they're uh, they're, they're kind of a, a fun group they basically create um um newsletters for the railroad and other kind of industries. So I kind of, I jumped on with them and, you know, that was kind of a good way to just segue into like an actual professional craft. And, you know, through, through that experience, I eventually kind of figured out, you know, that that there was this opportunity, there, uh, an outlet in, in Nebraska, um, you know, having such a a strong advertising um, community for the market that we are. You know there were there were actual there was a job there there was there was a chance at uh, at Swanson Russell so I applied for that um, you know there was an opening for what they what they call the technical writer on the Gateway account right so I you worked you know, on Gateway yeah I worked on Gateway and on. I
0: worked on Gateway yeah. <laughs> back in the day yeah
1: so this would have been like 06 or something like that
0: I was gone by then yeah so they didn't need me. <laughs> that was the first time I left Swanson
1: <laughs> I'm a repeat leaver, I guess. <laughs> so I got on with Gateway, and I didn't know if I didn't know if advertising was going to be the thing for me but I immediately
0: would what, you write for that since I guess it was a
1: technical yeah I mean it it kinda so then not necessarily ad copy or, or was it was it like cell sheets well or... yeah it was like cell sheets and like um, instructions and stuff. instructions and case studies a lot of case studies yeah. okay um, very kind of uh, just you know stuff that we think is a little bit boring maybe but right. then there was an opportunity like the the relationship with gateway kinda of shifted I and mean, we were doing a lot of that stuff but then we became their agency of record, and so there was more of a shift toward, um, you know, print ads and digital ads and that sort of thing. And so, you know, I got kind of, I got an opportunity to kind of test myself out at that and kind of was maybe a little bit, you know, and it was beyond the initial kind of expectation, and I wasn't really prepared for it. I hadn't really done any sort of, you know, conceptual work, and I wasn't really comfortable in that kind of setting necessarily or that or that sort of you know um, well, responsibility why but, is that you just didn't feel like you were cut off or, uh, or no, you know, I, I, just, I think fine. I you know I was used to doing the, the longer form stuff you know right. the kind of more you know bullet pointed you know stuff and I, I guess I you know always felt that I was a, maybe had the opportunity to be a creative person but I hadn't really prepared myself to, to do ad be an ad writer right you know right. a copywriter in that in that sense so um, Got into some, you know, got, I found my way into the into the into the room at the table and, um, you know, it was a little bit awkward at first, but over time, you know, I got more comfortable with it and started to, to prove to people that I, I had something to say and right. something to bring to the table and, you know, kind of shifted that maybe expectation of me as this kind of technical, you know, um, sell sheet guy to maybe a, a, somebody that could be you know, doing more conceptual work. Right, right. But it took a little bit of while. It took a while, and I think...
0: Well, I mean, um, so you, you talked a little about how you felt like um, earlier on that you really, it was difficult for you to find your voice as far as just interacting with people or speaking, but writing kind of gave you that, the opportunity to do that, you know, organize your thoughts. So has... Working in advertising, I mean, you kind of have to be able to defend your ideas, you know, on a daily basis there. Has that helped you in that regard as far as feeling like you're able to communicate a lot more with people or what? Are you still more reserved in that regard?
1: I mean, I, I'm a, I'm probably, probably pretty reserved, but I think that, like, when I get into a situation that I understand or I feel like, a, a you know, a level of passion about, um, I can you know i can talk i can i can run somebody through an idea and you know really you know i personally i don't know if i always have the most confidence but you know i, I feel like the the work gives me confidence cuz i you know i i tweak on it i push right. it i like right. I, I know it i challenge it i by the time it gets in front of the rest of the team or it gets in front of the client like it you know i've thought about or i've tried to think about everything that could potentially come up in that conversation I'm ready to defend it I believe in it you know with you know all my all my body all my everything in, in me you know and like that's how I I reconcile that whole thing and that's how I you know I, I feel like you know I can go I can go in and I can sell a client on anything if I believe in it you yeah
0: know? no that's that's entirely accurate I, I know in teaching that was something that you're looking at or portfolio reviews or something, and you'd have students that would show you work. And they're, oh, I kind of did this. It's like the work is good. Like sell me on like right. that passion. Like I need. Yeah. I'm not gonna feel it, or I'm not gonna be excited about it if you're not excited about it. I can see it's good, but well, people sell bad work that way too. If they can oh, yeah. talk about bad work in a good way, like people will buy it.
1: <laughs> We're in an industry of that, <laughs> right. you know. Well, I think that's, that's the. Uh that's not what I, what I don't want to be. Like that right. to me is like, you <laughs> no, know, totally. yeah, that's like, I feel like that's, I've, you know, I, we all, we all have seen that sort of work and we kind of know how it, you know, got out there. And like, that's like, I, my integrity is like everything to me. And like, I feel like if, you know, I'm never going to put my name on something that I don't believe in now. I mean, there's been times where I've had to, you know, dilute it, you know, but, right. Um, I'm not going to, I'm really? not going to, if I'm not into it, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna get behind it. I'm not gonna sell yeah. it because I, I. think that, you know, you, you, there's honor among thieves. I guess. No, you know? like I, you're this, entirely,
0: Yeah, you're entirely
1: right. This whole this whole business is about presentation. It's a, it's about belief and it's about, you know, there there is there is an element of show to it. You have to kind of be a little have a little bit of, theater in, in you.
0: There's that that level of showmanship, but I wouldn't be. I never put anything out there that I didn't believe in anyway. Right. Like that's right. got to die early. Don't put anything out there that you don't want to support 100 because that will be the option pick the client picks. Pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's,
0: it's been it's proven.
1: It's, a, <laughs> it's t- a science. Yeah, it's a scientific
0: <laughs> theorem, man. It's real.
1: So yeah, I totally get that. Boom and part of it too is just knowing what the knowing what the assignment was what the objectives were you know that kind of having that rational basis for it you know right. and you know you get to that you know you can get to that in an emotional way a lot of the time but being able to defend it on a business level right, is, is right, key because right. right. clients that's how they think you know they don't necessarily think about things the way that consumers do um, so you have to be able to kind of you know dig into the business side of it and how this is going to you know improve their bottom line and all that fancy shit or even there's a (laughs) yeah
0: true Uh, i was gonna say even the flip side of that where you would have things that you could support um the rationale and the bottom line but then like they want to do something irrational just because they want to see when they go to the theater their name on a slide yeah. up there or yep. they want their friends that they're like, hang out with to give them a call and say hey i saw your ad on tv even though it will do absolutely nothing to promote the brand or move any units or do what they wanted to do there's that sort of level of like it's irrational but it's the pat on their own back that they want to see sometimes so. yeah you're totally right yeah it's a crazy business word. That, that's an audience of one that you're marketing to, you know. Well, it's so, like this
1: show, right? Yeah, this, that's true. You're, you're the audience. There you go. There you
0: that's go. A, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did some research. This guy did it's his that. homework. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hmm. All right. Let's get uh let's uh, let's get another one of these. Continue down the path here. All right. You good for that. You want yeah. to get a martini now? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh man. I'm warmed up. He's in. All right. Okay. Good. Thanks, Mr. Lundeen, for coming down doing the show keeping Mr. Worth and me company while we had a few drinks. Um, you know, don't give up on that novel. Keep, uh, keep at it there. In fact, uh, I've got an idea. Uh, this is an open invitation. When, uh, when you've got it written, just come on the show and uh, feel free to promote the new book here. If you're interested in seeing what John is up to, you can follow him on Twitter at John underscore Lundeen um you can follow our show on twitter it's uh at bastard martini or if you like info on the episodes visit our website old hey if you like the show and you haven't done this yet hey go to uh, itunes rate review and subscribe uh we would appreciate that finally if you need some creative firepower uh, I'm thinking along the lines of uh, design or illustration, because let's be honest, John Lundin's the kind of guy you're going to want to talk to if you're interested in copywriting. That's not really in my wheelhouse. Um, Check out my website, PeterMorse.us, or send me an email at me at petermorse.us. Let's talk. In the meantime, have another martini, I know I will.